Hi, folks. This is your host, Christian Hagen. Excited to bring you a new best of episode compiling some of our favorite moments from previous shows. Uh, we won't have a new episode until two weeks from today when we will be debuting episode 41. Can you believe it? But since we got to episode 40, I figured uh, the guys deserved a break and uh, you deserve to remember some of the, the, the great moments of our past together. Uh, from episodes 21 through 30, a lot of momentous moments. Momentous moments. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Uh, there were a lot of momentous moments, such as the introduction of Matthew Bond as our official co-host, uh, our uh, guest appearance from Joe Swanson on the Kung Fu Panda episode, uh, a lot of very in-depth conversations uh, about movies ranging from the serious, like The Shining and Annihilation, to the insane, like Shrek, which is just its own whole thing uh to a very weird uh episode about uh avengers infinity war where we spent about half of it talking about the movie in the context of if you'd never seen a marvel movie before uh and that was a lot of fun you know uh i what i want to preface this episode with is these are not necessarily as the title might suggest the best all-around moments from every episode because uh, you know, some some bits are so long and conversations get so in-depth that it's hard to encapsulate when you're trying to cram 10 episodes worth of clips into one episode that's a reasonable length for people to listen to. Uh, so we prioritize the bits that are shorter and uh, a little bit more snappy and fun. Uh, but uh, by all means, if you go back uh, through the episodes, you're going to find bits, jokes, and serious discussions that are not included in this episode that I think you're going to enjoy, regardless of whether you've seen the movies we talk about or not. Uh, that's my opinion. Uh, don't take my word for it. Go back and listen to them yourself. Haha, -ha, see how I tricked you into listening to the episodes. Anyway, I'm a master manipulator. And yeah, this has been a weird uh, energy, but uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we are excited to be bringing you more episodes very soon and hope to keep chugging along for for another 40. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys have a nice time. Enjoy the episodes, uh, all the little clips and bits. If you have any bits that you remember uh, that you think we should have included and you are mad, please let us know. There's nothing I love more than hearing that my fans are angry. Um... <laughs> fans is a bit strong anyway uh thank you for listening enjoy the episode and we'll see you again soon in a time before tales there was a movie called stardust did you did you see it because because sure i because i want to talk about it and I, it, it would really help if you, okay you, you okay you have seen it oh thank god okay Let's talk about it. <laughs> so breathy. I just like to imagine that anyone doing <laughs> one of those voices is just really it's out of breath. Really out of breath, yeah. <laughs> <a> time of, <sighs> I ran in here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, joining me, as always, is my good friend and co-host, Mr. David Gutchie. 
Yo, hi, hello, hi. And as part of, I'm very excited to announce that for the first time, uh, well, officially, okay, not the first time, you've been here before, <laughs> but we'd like to officially welcome our new co-host, officially, on the record, co-host, Matthew Bond. Aw. Our, our good friend, recurring guest, and now co-host. We're very happy to have you on board. Thanks, man. We've been trying to do this episode for a while. Then sure. we did Fateful Findings, and you were here, and then it was like, but then Carrie's here, and we don't want to like, anyway. No, yeah. But yeah. so we're, we're, I'm glad we're finally able to <laughs> finally able to announce it. Yeah, cat's That's out of the bag, guys. Yeah, cat is out of that bag. That bag. Get that cat Get out that bag. Uh, I feel like there's a way to do that like at a wedding, where you're like, and now for the first time ever, I introduce to you... Matthew Bond, <laughs> but it's just him instead of the, instead of like the yeah, Mister and like Mrs. Whoever it is, it's, it's just it's just you. Yeah, that's what Matt it felt Bond. like to me. It's like, and now for the officially for the first time ever, that's true. Just pump, like, it's you. Some construction. Thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That did happen. Can I, I? It happened. I was yeah. here. It happened. Listeners, it happened. Yeah, yeah. you couldn't do. hear it. We didn't have the mic yeah. up to the construction paper. Really yeah. got to think about that oh, next time. Damn. Yeah, next time. I'm Sorry, Joan. Get on that. Joan, can we get some foley next time? Joan, can we get some foley? Joan? Joan. Joan will fix it Joan. in post. It's fine. Hey, cat, get out of that bag. <laughs> Superlatives, who won, who lost, and why? Best now, do you guys think she was born with it? Ooh. I think it's maybe. Yeah, I think maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> that is the That's thing so about dumb. that slogan. is, <laughs> it, it, It's like, maybe it's Maybelline. But then again, maybe she's just born. Yeah, yeah, it could just be. Could just it, be jeans. It could. It could have nothing to do with our product. <laughs> it's. It's a. It's a. It's a slogan that like legal passed down. Like <laughs> <laughs> you can't technically say that this is Maybelline. <laughs> you have to leave room. There's got to be a little wiggle room. <laughs> it's a very modest slogan. Yeah, I really. Maybe it's Maybelline. I really, really hope that when that company goes under. They say it was never Maybelline, <laughs> like that, or some. They they address it. I, I hope they want. They, I want them to address it. I want them to say, "Guys, sorry, we 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 finally came back with the res- the test results. <laughs> test results, right? It's, it's, it's not. She was born with it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Those it's are not, the choices. Not Maybelline. <sighs> what what if it was said in a high school? What what if it was set in a high school? What 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 if it was set in a high school, guys? <laughs> hey, let's not make fun of the contextual computer. It's doing its best. Yeah, she's trying. She's trying. She can't say anything about it. No. Fuck you. Oh God. Don't feel like I should. Don't. Why is it okay? This is a thing I've observed <laughs> okay. with us specifically. I feel like, especially between the three of us, we quote the Lord of the Rings a lot. Yeah, <laughs> and I think it's a I think it's a generational thing, maybe because I think people of our generation have seen that movie a fucking a lot of times. Mm-hmm. I know why. Okay, it's the cheesiest movie ever made. It's super <laughs> cheesy. It's super cheesy, and the character voices are yes. so fucking. And fun every to do. line was written like it would be quoted. Like, mm-hmm. nobody talks to each other like people in that movie. They're all talking like they're in an epic poem. And so every line is infused with this, like, uh, uh, levity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, no. Wait, no, no the opposite uh, levity. What's the, what's the word I'm looking um, for? 
Gravitas. Gra- yeah. Gravitas. Yeah. Gravitas. <laughs> um, yes. Hey, everybody's right. whispering to each other all the time or speaking mm-hmm. in. Li- yeah. That, it's so quotable. You're right. There are very few conversations that feel like they're actually trying to figure <laughs> something yeah, out or right. anything. It's just like speeching at each other. <laughs> when they're lost in the cowards, Frodo and Gandalf are like, hey, where do we go? And Gandalf is like, oh, yeah, we can go this way. That's what people say. But no, yeah, yeah. Frodo's like, sometimes I feel lost in the world, Gandalf. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah, <they're, Belloc. laughs> You know, so, that that whole business. What did, it's were like, you, let's take an alternate route. We'll take the long way around. I should go the long way around. We should go down through the mountain. I can embalm the mines of Moria. Give us a royal welcome. <laughs> <laughs> But that would just be some angry guy being like, ah, fuck, we should have gone through the mines. I hate you guys. Neil deGrasse Tyson's nitpicky okay. realism corner. Oh, man, Neil before me is a great idea. Oh, yeah. no, that's what you say when you go, but you hold the door open for Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> Neil before me. Neil before me. <laughs> I hate myself. Oh, man. That is that is if Michael Shannon ever held the door open for Neil or, deGrasse or, Tyson. Mm. You would say Neil before Zod. Or... It, <laughs> Or if it's you're so at good. if you're at like the Emmys and there's a bunch of celebrities and like let's say Justin Timberlake's there with his wife and everything and sure. Neil deGrasse Tyson comes in and it's like oh nope Neil before Beale and so you just oh yeah you hold you hold Jessica Beale back like nope sorry Neil first oh my God. classic Neil's before Beale Neil's before Beale <laughs> hey Neil's before Beale <laughs> God all of these are great you Neil's can... before Beals for reals <laughs> except after Seals. <laughs> That's, or, if, or his... that's when Seal has to go first. <laughs> <laughs> Neil's before Beals, except after Seals. <laughs> so if Seal goes, then Beal goes, then and then Beale, yeah. Yeah. if Seal goes first, then Beal follows, <laughs> then Neil gets to go. <laughs> and it's Neil's plural, so Neil, uh, right. Neil Patrick Harris can go <laughs> with him. Go if he wants arm in arm. <laughs> Good God. It's like when they announce like first class on a plane. All right, Neils. <laughs> Neils. All Neils. Wait, wait. First, Seals. Oh shit, Seals here. Okay, Beal. <laughs> Neils. <laughs> David, do you have any final thoughts you'd like to leave us with? Your calendar beams into your grandmother. <laughs> we got to do like something like obviously Halloweeny. Maybe something we could even put like some spooky music over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spooky. 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 Spookiness. Spooky. Spookan Washington. Spookan. Spoop in a can. Spoop. I was actually thinking that, that could it? be that That'd could be, be it. it. Yeah, <laughs> I, was kinda, I was hoping that David would join in. Oh, oh, I can. I was I, looking at him I so we were just, just warming up the room. <laughs> nah, we're good. It's too late now. <laughs> Welcome to Contextual Deviants. My name is Christian Hagen. Each episode, we uh, watch a movie and then we talk about it through a series of critical contexts that I guarantee you've never heard anyone talk about this movie before. And with this one, it's going to be a challenge. But I think we're going to be able to say some stuff that no one else has ever said about The Shining, 1980s classic horror film uh, by Stanley Kubrick, starring Jack Nicholson, Shelley Duvall, and a child who can barely get a line out. If you pulled a Peter Jackson and split this into three movies, how would you do it? Let's just 
freaking call FX and just make Fargo, but it's just Overlook Hotel. Yeah, and each, like seasons exactly. and anthology. Yeah. Season. Honestly, mm-hmm. where things are right now, like with like Bates Motel and and Fargo yeah. and, and like with all American these Horror Story, doing American their Horror thing. Story. Yeah. I think that that could actually play. I think that's yeah. a thing that could actually get made. <laughs> and they'd save on yeah. set. Like they'd have just one. <laughs> that's yeah. true. That's true. Uh. They could just buy a fucking hotel yep. and be like, "All right, this is where That's we are it. for the next six God years." Damn it! Let's not release this part, guys. We need to. <laughs> <laughs> we, we really need to develop this. Tm 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 tm. Globalists, this movie is pointing to a huge real-world conspiracy. What is it? Well, let's make a globalist conspiracy theory based solely on the five seconds of the furry blowjob. Yeah, yeah. I mean. It's the banks, man. Yeah, what it's would the, the what does the furry guy represent? <laughs> uh, let's see. Maybe it represents the idea that we've all heard from so many different sources, but we've never been heard from anyone in the media or the politicians that we love or hate. We hate them. Uh, that that dogs secretly. Giving everybody blowjobs all the time. Man's They're, best friend. Like, man's best friend. Man's best friend is being foist upon us. The whole idea of dogs being good is a media construction mm-hmm. because dogs are being used. They're sucking off the media. Keep, yeah. They're keeping us docile. That's what it is. Dogs oh, yeah, are keeping okay. us docile. I see, I see. Dogs are a way to placate yeah. us right. by the man. The, the opiate of the masses is not religion. It is dog. It's dog. It is dog. Dogs. <laughs> God spelled God. backwards. Oh, my Shit. God. Oh, my God. Crack this thing wide open. <laughs> <laughs> the opiate of the masses is dog. The dog is the opiate of I the masses. I knew it. I knew it. Oh, so my the God. the green is dog. Yeah. Uh, yeah man i mean this movie has it all it has a dog and it has a furry blowjob it's Mm. everything you need to know about yeah the opiate of the masses (laughs) i just love that phrase dog is the opiate of the masses yeah that's (laughs) that's what's in this it's like how how red rum was just murder spelled backwards yeah oh oh, shit oh he was saying like if you put it backwards it was that was the he's like guys put it backwards it's like a big puzzle room where you have to connect it's right there like kubrick like died so frustrated that nobody got this and then i feel like he can finally rest now like a spirit yeah like this was like a seance just now Oh, Stanley. His unfinished business. Yeah. <laughs> Convincing everyone not to like dogs so much. <laughs> Everything is good except for the stuff that's bad is a really good sign-off. I mean, <laughs> Actually, I feel like you should adopt that. All right, maybe we should. Maybe I should quit having you do these random sentences <laughs> that people don't understand what it is because I mentioned it offhand <laughs> in one episode, like episode yeah. three or something, and I don't give a shit. I think it's, I, I, I prefer the mystery. <laughs> Oh. Building a mystery. <laughs> this is perfect. The color truth retains the rival underneath a disastrous cinema. <laughs> okay, oh. actually, for real, that one though. <laughs> hey, Christian, have you seen Boogie Nights? Uh, yeah, yeah, I've got it right here. May I see it? Uh, r- right now? Yes. Uh, oh, 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 okay. We're at a pool party. It's only right. Zip. Thank you, Christian. Ah. Uh. Ah. Uh. Uh. I just want to participate. <laughs> <laughs> 
to do. And that. honestly, if you're not Chris Nolan, I don't want to see you doing any cool fucking camera shit with coins. Yeah. Hey, you get coins. Hey, George yeah, Lucas. Yeah, you get coins. Are you Chris Nolan? Back off. <laughs> hey, George Lucas, are you Chris Nolan? <laughs> hey, George Lucas. <laughs> hey, uh, George Lucas. I got a question for you. Are you there, George <laughs> Lucas? <laughs> it's me, Chris Nolan. It's me, Chris Are you me? <laughs> are you me? <laughs> Respect your elders. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Respect. Wait, wait. <laughs> I was, Chris Nolan feels older than George Lucas, right? Whether or not he is, he more mature. I, like at, yeah, at yeah, heart, exactly. It's, at heart, I'm sure that's actually true. Yeah, George yeah. Lucas is like 15. Oh yeah, <laughs> poor mm. poor George. Not poor George. He's fine. He's a very rich. He's been George, given everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you heard it here first. George Lucas bankrupt. Living on that Jar Jar money now. <laughs> I do He's got love, a Jar Jar full of money. Hey, I do love that meme of uh, them talking about like you know when Anakin like crosses his uh, the purple not the purple the uh, the blue and the red lightsabers when he executes Count Dooku. That's supposed to represent his transition to the dark side. <laughs> and so he just writes like, also he chopped the guy's head off. <laughs> it's pretty subtle. <laughs> also he chopped a guy's head off. <laughs> that is really good. Yeah. Maybe this is a good time to bring up what I think is maybe the best story behind this movie. The music? Yeah. Would yeah. Oh, yeah. this be a good time for yes, this? Yes, absolutely. Okay. I was going to bring it up. But I, I don't know. know if you're familiar with the song, The Touch, that he performs in no, the film. No, Okay. The history of this song is super fucking fascinating. Okay. So it's a real song. The okay. touch, you've got the touch. That's yeah. a that's a like real a song, song written by a written in 1986 person. by okay. a man named Sam Bush, okay. who in, who specifically wrote it after watching Rocky, because uh, mm. he wanted it to be sort of like an upbeat action, like whatever. And so he he pitched it to I believe Paramount Studios for uh, the Sylvester Stallone film Cobra, but uh-huh. they said, how about this instead of that. We've got this other movie we're putting together, uh, and we'll put it in the climactic action scene there. And it's like, okay, that's big. The film in question was 1986's Transformers the Movie, the animated feature, oh. which also included the la- famously oh, no. included the last uh, acting work of one Mr. Orson Welles. Before he died, Jeez. he gives a voice in that movie. Okay. Um, so, Does he play The Touch? <laughs> my favorite Transformer. So, so in the fight between Optimus Prime and Megatron at the end of the movie, the touch is playing in the background. And we watched it, and it's like, it's weird. It it's, doesn't it, work. It's incongruous <laughs> as fuck. It doesn't work. No. I was hoping you were going to say, and it's awesome. No. It's like, no, it I mean, it is. It's, it's awesome, but uh, for all the wrong reasons. Exactly. Oh, okay, okay. Exactly. <laughs> now, it turns out that, so Sam Bush, he, he writes a song, he ends up in that movie, he's like, okay, whatever, he collects a paycheck, and then he keeps working on his career doing sure, other shit. Sure. Unbeknownst to him, the song touched off a certain amount of fandom touched within off. the Transformers community of oh. people who saw that movie and loved it and loved that song for it, one of them being Mr. Paul Thomas Anderson, no. who directed a short film in the early 90s that wound up being Boogie Nights. It's like a 30-minute oh, version yeah. of mm-hmm. what the Boogie Nights story like Dirk Diggler's right. story mm-hmm. and he used that clip of him singing in the studio as part of the gag oh. of the short film and okay. when he was making the full movie he's like I got to do that again so he gets the rights to the song puts it in the movie nobody tells Sam Bush Sam Bush goes to the theater to see <laughs> Nights and is like oh shit my song is in this movie and it's a joke but it's a joke and so he had some pretty mixed feelings about that but somehow or other that inclusion in boogie nights sparked the transformers fan community 
to sort of revive the song. And they invited Sam Bush to their convention. They have an annual Transformers convention just to sing that song. And he started going every single year. They would invite him back to sing The Touch. And then a few years ago, a few years ago, Sam Bush became the first human inducted into the Transformers Hall of Fame because of his use of the song The Touch. The same year, he was inducted in the same year as the release of Transformers Age of Extinction starring Mark Mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg. Yeah. The first one with Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. That is the How most beautiful story. It's such a good story. I love it. That's fantastic. I love it. Yeah. Is the, is the song The Touch in any other Transformers stuff? Uh, is that it? What, yes, but he, he really wanted it to be in one of the live action movies. He tried really hard to get, and they just like didn't. They were like no, uh, but so he recorded, he re-recorded it as like a dark, edgy, he as he described oh. it, Lincoln Park esque version, which with, is on brand for the Transformers yeah, movies. Yes, actually, exactly. yeah. it was like new metal and like a rap verse and stuff. Aww. And he, yeah, he tried really hard, but they wouldn't, they, they didn't bite. But then when uh, they made the, there's a Transformers video game that uh, copies the style of the original cartoons, yeah, it's like the animated series, oh, okay, it's like yeah. cell shaded cool. and stuff. They used both the original and the new metal version nice. in that game. Yeah. So yeah, he's still he's still uh, very much a part of the Transformers family. That's I just amazing. That story is like some blank check shit, and yeah. I love it so much for yeah. that. Yeah, because it's just like they're professionals. It's so happy. And I had not heard that story <laughs> yeah. like told that. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. It's it's a happy story. It's really. a very good story. It's I love it. Very sweet. Yeah. And you think it's going some places. Yeah, and it goes the opposite right. of those places, which is good. It's one of those rare Hollywood stories that that seems to work out. Yeah. Um, that being said, that entire community that genuinely thinks that song works and that scene is wrong. <laughs> it's, it's, it's real bad. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Um, yeah. Anyway, so that that was yeah. that was a diversion. About I love that. No, honestly, that's like the whole segment. That's good. Yeah. Ship it. Which characters should have gotten together and why? Any uh, other ships that we can think? I I do like the good guy with a gun and robber ship. Yeah. I think, think that could be fun. Like there's that so as it like how does that how does that actually play out though? Right. I want to hear you talk about like oh, that man. scene somehow okay. not ending. Actually, death, yes, I do kind of want to hear this. Yeah. Like, so, okay. yeah. <laughs> pitch me that romantic comedy. <laughs> I at first I think it starts off very tense as it is in the scene, right? Um, and then they realize like oh shit we have the same gun. Where do you go? <laughs> yeah. <And> then, <laughs> Where do you yeah. go? Who's your guy? Oh, that magazine's yeah. awesome that yeah. you're reading. I it's like, that. oh, I read it there too. It's like, and then it like kind of fades out and cuts to them like just enjoying a meal <laughs> at the same cafe. Just and then uh, it just meal. cuts it, it fades into the conversation and like the guy that was the good guy with the gun would just be like, I also don't think you should be taxed on your thievings. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and it just you know, just really made it up. Yeah, they, they also I also hate the government. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for different reasons. Yeah, yeah no, well, we can all come together on this. We are victims. We are tr- the tread upon. Right, right. And, I yeah. I use the same racial slurs. Yeah. Oh, and then and then there's a bedroom scene later, and one of them whispers to the other. He's like, I know this might sound kinky, but I want you to tread on me. <laughs> Cut my oh. snake into a bunch of little pieces. Oh, <laughs> oh God. No, he just his covers are that flag. Cut my yeah, snake. <laughs> he's like, step on me. Step on Over me. this blanket. Oh, tread on blanket. Me. He has a don't tread on me blanket. Yeah, yeah. He definitely For does. sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> and it's like UFO nightlights. Yeah. Was it, was it Lil Kim who admitted to having sex with a gun before? Um, I don't know. 
probably. But they would probably do that too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, they might. They would have sex at least with guns present. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. The presence of guns. I feel like it would be a necessity. Mm hmm. Like a physical necessity. Yeah, you'd be like, wait, I, ca- I can't finish. They're always telling oh, there me to use protection. Like, I can't finish. Oh, feel that grip. Good. Oh, yeah. Without... Sorry, that was good. We talked over that. that was That's fine. He yeah, was doing fine. one. It's fine. <laughs> David, Meaningful do you have any final thoughts you'd like to leave us with this week? Did the skinny mud really ruin the trash? <laughs> hey, Christian, have you seen Shrek? Yes. When did When did you see it? Hmm. I was a kid. Yeah, how old were you? I want to say it's like 12. Oh, okay. So like what year would that have been? 2001. Oh yeah, that tracks out. Okay. I'm going to save it because it's a pun, but I don't know what it's a pun in response to yet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, th- there are plenty of those because the word Shrek is yeah. very, very flexible. Yeah. Shrexable. Shrexable, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, we're going to be doing that all night, huh? I know. Uh, our all all right. other good friend and co-host, Mr. Matthew Bond, unavailable tonight. He He's not feeling well. We hope he gets better soon so we can have him on for the next episode. But, uh, you know, we're all sending him our uh, healing vibes because that's a real thing and medically <laughs> proven. Yeah. Uh, I mailed take, him a bag of crystals. Take that, atheist. <laughs> Ch- checkmate. <laughs> checkmate, atheist. Checkmate, it's atheist a is thing. a real good, fun thing to say every time sure anything is. happens. Shrekmate, atheist. <laughs> Shrek. <laughs> I told you this. This oh, this the, the name Shrek puns. Shrek is the perfect name. Shrek to make atheists. <laughs> Can we please make that a T-shirt? Absolutely. Like we haven't got a T-shirt design because obviously no one wants one. But if we <laughs> ever make T-shirts, the first one I want to make is Shrek, Shrek made atheists because that's so good. Yeah, it's certainly not bad. Oh, that I'm gonna write. I'm gonna get that tattooed. Um, Might as well. One of these characters is imagining the whole thing. Who is it? Part of him, of course, the layers that he talks about. There's the part <laughs> of him that really doesn't want to be perceived that way. Uh, but then there's another part of him that puts fucking eyeballs in his martinis. There yeah. were multiple just loose old eyeballs on his right. in a jar dinner table in a jar that the mice knocked over. Yeah, there's a fucking jar of eyeballs on his. So table. is he actually a monster? Like, is See, he that's actually killing yeah. people? I think that's an interesting question about this movie that we probably don't have the scope to answer. No, but I think I think there's a part of this movie that asks: Is you know like how much of Shrek is himself and how much did we make him into the monster? Right. There's, there's a real chicken and egg scenario here. Um, <laughs> real but, Shrek and an egg situation. Oh, Shrek and an egg is so good. I like Shrek the most of any movie. I like Shrek the most. <laughs> I was just going to say. <laughs> I like Shrek as a candidate for this context the most. Yeah. I think. Even though I really, I came in like a Shrekking ball with that donkey. God um, damn it. I uh, <laughs> I think I like Shrek the most in terms of who works because I think it's the most complicated. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. No, I'm no. So sorry. You can't be sorry <laughs> after doing sorry. something like that. No. I'm lying. I know I'm you're not. not. Sorry. <laughs> I'm very proud. <laughs> Which sucks, especially because that's where the good Harry Potter theme park is. Oh, uh, yeah. 
I'm I'm more a fan of bad Harry Potter. <laughs> when he gets like that leather jacket and he rides that motorcycle, I love that. From Harry Potter 3 when he dyes his yeah. hair black and starts <laughs> dancing to jazz music. Yep. Yeah. I love it when Harry Potter swings around New York. It's so good. So good. So yeah. good. And in the video games, they don't, you know, the best Harry Potter mm. video games are the ones where they get this, the web swinging, right? Absolutely. Uh, that's so true. So true. You know, I... Andrew Garfield wasn't a very good Harry Potter. <laughs> no, I thought Andrew Garfield was fine. I just thought yeah. the, the the Harry Potter movies themselves were so poorly <laughs> written when Andrew Garfield was playing Harry Potter. The new Harry Potter, yeah, though, true. that yeah, new the, kid. The other reboot of Harry Potter. Yeah, Tom Holland yeah. is killing it yeah, as he, the new Harry Potter. He's a great Potter. Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah. Only two of the three Harry Potters are British and not the original mm, one, Tobey yeah, Maguire. True. Yeah, take that, J.K. Rowling. Yeah, take that, J.K. Feminist Theory. I mean, yeah. Fiona is the major female character in the movie, mm-hmm. and the only other major female character in the movie is the dragon, mm-hmm. and that's it. Everyone yep. else is either a man or a, a such a superfluous side character that pretty it's, rough. they're barely even worth mentioning. That's a strike to begin with, for sure. It's really bad. and the two of them, uh, like the two of them, presumably were locked in that tower forever. And like we said, <laughs> they didn't never even have a conversation. had a conversation. So this movie doesn't even <laughs> pass the Bechtel test in retrospect. Like it never <laughs> happened. It, 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 this movie posits a world in which yeah. two women have never <laughs> talked to each other before. Like, that's like the worst it can be. <laughs> oh my it's, god, it's... David, do you have any final thoughts you'd like to leave us with? The memorable difficulty travels into the Wiggly event. <laughs> you guys, uh, I had a really hard time tracking it down, but uh, you know, I'm. Uh, I don't know what the big deal is. Everyone's talking about this movie, Kick Punch Panda, and I just, I just, I don't know. What did you guys think of it? What did you? Kick, what was it? Kick Punch Panda. <laughs> I don't, I don't think that's what it's. Well, kick, that's not what it's what called. It, what it, wait, what? It, what is it called? Did you find a movie called Kick Punch Panda? Yeah. What did? What were we supposed to watch? We were, we were watching Kung Fu Panda, the movie with with Jack Black. Ja- the Jack Black. Oh yeah. No, this had like nobody. No, oh but. no! Oh God! Oh, you were guys. they just kicking and punching a panda for oh, the entire? Oh, I it was. <laughs> oh, it was so good though. <laughs> hey, hello! Yeah, no, that no, was well. That was, was less that? of a yodel. No, that was less but, somehow less of a yodel yeah. than I was trying to be a yodel that time. I just I can't it. direct you. No, I'm an undirectable actor. <laughs> this is why no director will work Get with off me the anymore. Show Russell Crowe. <laughs> the show russell crow get off the show russell crow he needs to start a prank show called that i don't know what it would be but it would be it would be him pranking people and then being like get the fuck off my show him going on to other people's shows and like his prank show is, is going on to other actively filming no, no, no. Shows. okay no, no no here's the here's the premise of don't uh get off the show russell crow yeah i mean russell crow goes to, it, like is gonna be a guest star on a popular show and he his goal yep, is, is to get kicked off the show. is to get kicked off is to be so oh. demanding and terrible or like come up with the most bizarre ways to not get to be on this show for some reason the first uh the first show that i want to see him on isn't even on anymore but uh scrubs like yes, I want to see him on Scrubs. I went to Scrubs too. Mentally, <laughs> That's so weird. That's fucking weird. Because yeah. I think I was thinking of the Colin Farrell episode. Oh um, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so it's just like, get kicked off of Scrubs. Which Zach was Braff, which, just, Zach Braff has had enough. 
Donald Face face Out is like, no more. The the only the only problem is that he would do this like twice, and then uh, no, he would never get to do that anymore. It would be a very very. It would burn very bright. And yes, yes, you could only do like one season. Yeah, because people would catch on. Then then they would never put him on another show again. Yeah, but it would be fun for this like later night talk shows. Yeah, to try to like roll the dice and be like. Is he still producing Get Off the Show, Russell right. Crowe? Like, will booking Russell Crowe get me views, but then be a disaster? Or will it, like, yeah, kind of, kind of exciting? I swear, I'm not the, doing uh, that show anymore, guys. I swear. Right. For God. the Carson Dailies of the world. <laughs> I swear, I'm no longer doing Get Off the Show, Russell Crowe. This is how I talk. <laughs> and, uh, then, and then Colin Farrell is like, guys, I've network that did Get Off the Show, Russell Crowe. I've got a great idea. It's called Kid in a Barrel, Colin Farrell. <laughs> And it's where I go on other people's shows and I try to get them to ask me to get in a barrel. <laughs> it's really hard. Where it's <laughs> that is next level. He 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 has to invent a scenario on the show where he's like, I came up with a great idea for this scene and it's gotta have this barrel, whatever. And then when the day comes to shoot it, he has to be very reluctant yep. to get in the barrel. It's like I just don't know anymore, guys. I'm not sure I can do it. <laughs> I, I realized later I was claustrophobic. I don't know if I can do the barrel scene. And then when they finally ask him to do it, then it's like the Pee Wee's Playhouse magic word of the day. It's like, he's not going to have the barrel, yeah. got barrel. <laughs> or it's like. And then uh, he just leaves, and they're like, what? He's got, he's got, he's gone now. He's gone? Our, oh, our movie's ruined. <laughs> Superlatives, who won, who lost, and why? I thought those dumplings looked pretty good. You know what? I'm going to disagree with you. Yeah, I thought they looked kind of plain. I think those dumplings put the dump in dumplings. <laughs> they looked bad. <laughs> I don't understand why. Like, they looked plain, exactly. Yeah. They looked like a texture from the movie Shrek. Yeah. A, a Shrek texture. Yes. <laughs> hey, you did it. You've learned well. I learned one. I can dissolve into cherry blossoms now. You are the new, <laughs> you are the new pun master. I was doing one. Um... <laughs> I would say the pigs kind of gross me out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I can, there are some pigs I can get down on. Not these pigs. Not right? these pigs. No, I don't know what it was about these pigs. Is maybe it's the how just how tiny their eyes are. Like their faces are so in the middle of their oh, heads yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that it was just very strange. Too much cheek, not enough face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. <laughs> That's a way to put it. I, you know, I was the one who brought this up, so it's my it's my <laughs> burden to bear. You asked for this. Yep. <laughs> so here's the here's the question: Would you rather, as your Tinder profile, have the sentence "bean bun that's about to go bad" or "too much cheek, not enough face"? Which of those is a better Tinder profile for when you're swiping left and right on all these animals that you want to have sex with? I'll go with the latter on that one. Yeah, because yeah. I I think cheek could be could be butt. C- yeah, could be butt. Yeah, mm. could be interpreted as butt. Whereas Butts a bean bun that's about to go bad just makes you think <laughs> of rotten food. Or is it like I'm a bad boy? Oh. I'm about to go bad. I'm about to go bad on these bean buns. Yeah, I'm a bean bun that's about to go bad. Yeah, or it's maybe. also like a challenge for like you know the type of person who wants to change a person. Like Ooh, I'm about yeah. to go bad. Yeah. Can you, can you save me? Yeah, exactly. Can you make me good? The Vulnerable, ki- sad boy. The Kylo bun. Ren right. approach. Yeah, exactly. Kylo Bun. You That's could, not a joke. You could maybe save me. <laughs> that was Kylo Ren's voice, though. You did it. You could maybe save me. I'm the leader of the not the dark, whatever. I don't remember what they're the even called. The first order. Yeah, the first distorter. Space Nazis. <laughs> yeah. All right. But Any I could other... be a good guy. <laughs> This Kylo Ren impression is too spot on. It's creeping me out a little bit. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. If a character got a spinoff, which would it be and what would it be like? 
Just some thick, ropey noodles. Yep. <laughs> oh, oh, that sounds hard to expel. So, so he just screamed. This movie became so much more sexual when yeah. I started talking about it with you guys. Wow. And I appreciate you both for that. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, the F U stands for fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Kung fuck panda. Kung fuck panda. Kung fuck panda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe don't maybe don't mention to your daughter about how don't let her listen to this episode. Maybe. Yeah, no, it might fuck up her opinion of Kung fuck panda. Kung I'm sure she's picking up on all these same sexual undertones yeah, that, that we there. are. Yeah, they're it's, there. They're obvious. Obvious. It's so obvious. We're just tapping into the veins. guys. I feel yep. I feel bad about even thinking this, so I need to expel it from oh, my brain, no. which is oh, no. cuck fu panda. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, just getting cucked by. Uh, oh God! Anything, anything really. Yeah, I hate it. Ugh, disgusting. Just, uh, love it. Um. Not what other animals can we would, would be added in? Because like you know, uh, what or what other what other animals could be it, it would be well, in that in that movie? Okay, real quick because that invites missing. a really good question. If yeah. there if you could add one anthropomorphized animal to the Kung Fu Panda film franchise, what would it be? This is a good context for every movie, actually. <laughs> Think about yeah. it. Actually, yeah. yes. <laughs> like, actually. Honestly, I gotta remember you gotta that. Add that. I gotta add that one. If you could add one anthropomorphized animal to this movie, what would it be? <laughs> God, that could why? be. Because imagine that, that for so like good. The Shining. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that would be so good. Oh, no, that that is a really good one. Okay, right, I gotta you. remember. Thank that. you for this gift, Christian. <laughs> but the question still stands. <laughs> Sometimes death happens. <laughs> Sometimes death happens. That's the uh, that's the tagline. <laughs> is that true? It's, yeah, it no, is true. Joe. Yeah, it's, it's true. Oh my God. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry, Joe. Fuck. I know. When they say oh. he's gone, <laughs> that means. I thought he. Oh my God. He's in a better place. <laughs> I always thought he's in a better place just meant like, oh, he went to Subway or something. Right. Like, is that is that your definition of a better place? Subway. No. So heaven for David Gucci <laughs> is Subway. Oh, man. Give me that meatball marinara. Uh, and David, do you have any final thoughts you would like to leave us with this week? Is the taste better than the population? <laughs> Jacob Marley was dead the whole time, and you gotta know that if you're gonna have any fun watching the rest of this. <laughs> this ain't no Shyamalan. <laughs> <laughs> the twist, he was dead the whole time. Jacob Marley got killed by Scrooge. And he came back, and you got to know that up front. My name's the narrator. Welcome to Christmas Carol. That's ja- it, man. That's <laughs> it. Nailed it. Jacob, it. Mar- Jacob Marley was a screw in a piece of wood, and he was dead, too. You got to know that if you're going to have a nice time on this roller coaster called Scrooge Town, USA, colon, A Christmas Carol 2, Scrooge Tooged. <laughs> Charles Dickens was really a master of his craft. <laughs> Thank you for releasing me from my silence. Oh, I you are malevolent. I am. I, I'm like Angelina Jolie that way. Benevolent, I meant. <laughs> you know what? Well, well that you was their what? couple name when Both. it was Ben. And <laughs> <laughs> when it was Ben Affleck ben and, and Maleficent. <laughs> Beneficent. Right? Wasn't that what, what they were always called? And then it was like Benifer, and it was like, yeah. Ben Affleck and yeah, Maleficent. But, but I like Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck, <laughs> ben Affleck and Maleficent. Uh, Maleficent. Wow. 
What Male a time. Fishing. Trying to think of one for Benicio del Toro and mm. whoever he would date. That'd Bonnie be fun. Bedelia. You know what? Right. Think of one yourselves right. okay. at home. Here, here's a game. Here's a game. A We're all going to do one. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna oh, give no. David one. David's gonna give you one. You're gonna oh, give me one. No, I Here's hate it. Here's what we're gonna do. Here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna give you two celebrities at yep. random. You have to come up with oh, a celebrity it. name. It's called uh, Fart Manto. I don't know. <laughs> it's Fart Manto is perfect. <laughs> no, yeah, it's actually, terrible. It's you terrible. nailed it. David oh. Gucci. Fart Manto. Do I have to do one still, or did I? I'm go? gonna give you. One. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> what, what did you think this was? <laughs> Ironically, the first one is Fartman, that character <laughs> that... No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's not going to be Fartman. Damn it. Um, he's my favorite celebrity. <laughs> it was... Well, uh, uh, okay. Well, then, in honor of Fartman... Can I do Guillermo del Toro and Benicio del Toro? <laughs> no. <laughs> because you seem to want it too much. Yeah. So I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with, in honor of Fartman, Mr. Howard Stern, king of all media, Baba <laughs> Booey... <laughs> The man we all know and love. Yeah, love that dude. Is, we all love him so much. Yep, it's true. It's canonical. Yep. And Charlie's Theron. Ooh. Harley's Theron. There it is. Harley's Theron. <laughs> Harley's Theron. Harley's Theron. Or Howley's Theron, maybe. Howley's? Howley's Theron. Howley's Theron is not. It's yeah. bad. But yeah, it's, it's bad, it, but it's good. All right. Now you got to yeah. give Bond to. Okay. Uh, Jennifer Garner. <laughs> And Ben Affleck. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Uh, Garnfeck. Hugh <laughs> nailed it. Hugh Jackman mm-hmm. and what's that guy's name? Shit. Well, I don't think of a different guy. <laughs> Dan Stevens. <laughs> and Dan, Dan Ste- Hugh Jackman mm-hmm. and Hugh Laurie. Ooh. 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 Uh. Hugh Jackie. Hugh Jackie. <laughs> Hugh Jackie. It's my favorite Edie Falco show. <laughs> All right, Bon. Uh, now you got to give me two. Oh, it's only fair. Did we give you two? Yeah, you got to give me two. No, but didn't we already? We did. No, no, no. Oh. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's only fair. It's only fair. I foist, I foist this game upon us. <laughs> That's true. Much to our objection. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, oh, no. We don't want hey, to. Hey, you're the one who <laughs> named this game, David. You gave As it, a way to try to get you out. You gave it, it yeah, perfect, under duress. You gave you it the perfect game. title <laughs> that, that it will be forever known <laughs> as now. Fartman Toe. Fartman Toe. That no. is a David Gutchie original, no. and I want everyone to attribute it oh, as such. Yeah. And also, now on, any reference to this game is <laughs> Fartman Toe, a David Gutchie game. And, and any <laughs> listeners who would like to submit a jingle for the segment, uh, yeah. you can reach Christian at where? Uh, contextualdeviance at gmail.com. Don't even try me. Okay. Yeah, please do. <laughs> Listener. Thanks. <laughs> no, I meant Bond, don't try me. Listener, by all means, try me. Try me. <laughs> Sample my way. Cash me outside. Um, how about that? How about that? How about that? All right, Bond. Okay. Uh, Cameron Diaz. Okay. And Ben Stiller. Oh, nice. Oh, okay. That's a good, like, 90s movie. That's couple, very too. early 90s yeah. classic. Love I was it. hoping you were going to go with Cameron Diaz and Kirk Cameron. <laughs> I don't know why I like it when they have the same name. That's not as good. <laughs> I don't know. I enjoyed I enjoyed Hugh Jackie. That's fair. <laughs> um, Cameron Diaz and Ben Stiller. All right, so... Um, uh, Candealer. <laughs> 
can dealer. Like, hey, kids, you want to buy some cans? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> opens up the trench coat and there's just cans hanging. <laughs> so many fucking cans. I got paint, soda, <laughs> bean. <laughs> He refuses to say the word can though after yeah. it. It's the qu- the classifications only. P bean. <laughs> what you want? I got soda, I got paint, I got bean. <laughs> God, that's so good. Bravo. Good round of Fartman Toe. A David uh, Gutchie game. Let's move on and never remember. George C. Mm. Scott as Ebenezer Scrooge in the classic tale of Christmas Carol. And we're going to be talking about it through a series of critical contexts. And I think because David wasted so much of our time with Fart Manteau, I think we're just going to have to get right into the context. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Fart Manteau. It David. was the best thing I've ever invented. Yeah, the so. Fart Manteau mm-hmm. a David Gutchie game. All right. All right, folks. You're going to go. regret that. Soon he's just going to reap in all. Yeah. I'm, I actually need to take this call right now. No, no. A board game designer that wants to... <laughs> Patent my idea, of, or I don't know how design works. Yeah. Someone's calling me about patenting my idea. So okay, so hang on. So you're looking at your phone. Here's what, here's here's yep. what just happened. David I just did. looked at his phone and he said, "Oh, a board game designer <laughs> is calling me about my idea, or whatever. I don't know how design works." <laughs> you got all of that from yeah. the caller ID. <laughs> it showed up that way. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it said it's, a board game designer that wants to patent my board game. Deal. Yeah, you have the should I answer app and that's how it po- showed mm, up because the community's yeah. been called about that so many times. <laughs> this guy just doesn't this leave people just, alone oh man Go he doesn't take no for ideas? an answer spoopy time what would it take to make this a horror movie well like, maybe he's using it as like a means to an end like right like maybe, him having motivation is more interesting yeah, yeah. Like or that. maybe scrooge fucked him over and that's why he died or he fucked him maybe and that's why he died <laughs> and that's how he, he died may, yeah he killed him with his big <laughs> scrooge dick <laughs> I don't know. It's possible. Yeah. Merry Christmas. He killed yeah. him with his big Scrooge stick. Um, <laughs> oh, and he died unfulfilled, which is why he, the oh. twist is that he is Christmas yet to come. Oh. But bam. Come on. That was the oh moment. Shit. <laughs> Damn it, David. That was it, and you missed it. That was really good. I was too taken aback by it. I was. Okay. I was, were, I was, were you putting on the mom hat for a second? No, I was stunned. <laughs> oh, okay. I was stunned into silence by the beauty of it. Yeah, Gro- that's true. God bless us every son. Zod bless us every son. Oh, Damn nice. it. That there would have been go. funny the first time. Mm. You could retake it. You edit it. Zod bless us, every son. Oh, man, good first job. Wow, you nailed that on the first try. (laughs) Fuck you both. I'm going to start saying that, but with jokes that you do make on the first try. (laughs) Be like, oh, nice job editing that in, you asshole. God damn it. It's going to suck so much. Soaking up ticks. If you pulled a Peter Jackson and split this into three movies, how would you do it? Actually. One for each ghost. Yeah. Move on to another context. Yeah, let's just do five. <laughs> do one for each ghost. <laughs> one for each ghost. One for each ghost. If you pulled a Peter Jackson and split this into three, one for each ghost. One for each ghost. <laughs> one for each ghost. Delete that context from the order because we just did it the best way that it could have ever been done. <laughs> You're right. David, did you have any final thoughts you'd like to leave us with on this, our last episode of the year? <laughs> Her mankind decays. Across the elephant's school. <laughs> Every new word was a new surprise. <laughs> <laughs>
Listeners rejoice, for you have been blessed with the honor of listening to a new episode of Contextual Deviance about Avengers Infinity War. What may seem like torment is actually salvation. Yeah, and it is, I mean, the ending is such a gut punch. Yeah. But it's, it's, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, David. Was that your representation of a gut punch? <laughs> That's what it sounds like when I get gut punched. Can I? <laughs> I want to make that my notification sound. If you could just give me a clean one, that'd be great. But what if like the text becomes a punch to the gut itself? I mean, oh. I guess that works. If yeah. I if someone yeah. sends me a text that's like, "You dead, you dead, you dead." <laughs> <laughs> Which is the ultimate punch to the gut in yeah. text form. Yeah. What if your phone could read the text beforehand and then give you a notification sound based on whether they thought it would be a gut punch or not? Well, if, if it, it was could, like, it would make this sound. Here it co- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I love it so much. It's so it delightful. like a ghost leaving a body. It's, it's like, it's, it's, so, it's cutesier than that. Yeah, yeah, it's a like, cute ghost leaving a like body. It's like Casper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Casper leaving a Pikachu. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yes, that's what it is. Pikachus uh, never die. Pikachu. <laughs> they respawn. Neil deGrasse Tyson's nitpicky realism corner. Shit, I forgot to rename this one. <laughs> um, I guess my nitpicky bit of realism, um, is Peter Dinklage's accent is definitely not a thing. It's, it's not an not accent. It's, it's not weird. an accent. And my favorite thing about this movie on every rewatch after watching it the first time is there is a scene earlier in which Thor is on the ship with the Guardians and uh, Peter Quill puts on this really crappy, like, macho voice yes. with kind of his accent and it ends up sounding just like Peter like Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. <laughs> And like the whole point of that whole thing is like you sound ridiculous. Yeah. And then they have a character that just has Who that voice. Literally that sounds <laughs> like that. God. <sighs> but anyway, at least he wasn't talking about wizards on the moon. That's fair. Oh jeez. <laughs> or about his uh, mother was a black dwarf from the mountains. Oh, his mother was a black dwarf from the hills. Oh, the hills. Yeah. One of the, <laughs> the which was that from the that was second? Prince Caspian. Yeah. For, oh, the yeah. second Narnia movie. It's a line that we still quote to this day yep. when just. Apropos of nothing, at the start of a scene, he's just saying to these kids, "My mother was a black dwarf from the hills." I think it was just one one kid. Like <laughs> he goes up, like so. This the character is sitting there. This is not the movie we're talking about, but this is just such a great moment. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. character is just sitting there, like all like sad and everything, and thinking about crap that's gone down. And this yeah. dude walks up to that character, sits down. There's a silence, and he starts with. My mother was a black dwarf from the hills. <laughs> it's so weird. It comes out of nowhere. Words of consolation. <laughs> it's such a strange moment. Hmm. I remember laughing in the theater yeah. and nobody <laughs> else. <Yeah. laughs> you saw that movie in the theater? Yeah. That was dumb. Yeah. Hey, it, was it was a family thing. It was a family thing. It was a family thing. I went with friends. Oh, buddy. Oh, friends are family too. Yeah, family. friends are family poo. Yeah. One of my the friends is a black dwarf from the hills. <laughs> hey, my best friend is a black dwarf from the <laughs> Some hills. Some of my best friends are from the hills. So don't tell me that my policies hurt them. <laughs> oh, I'm not racist. My mother was a black dwarf from the hills. <laughs> what if this was a romantic comedy? 
the axe that, that he like that Thor flies in on for Thanos is really mm-hmm. just a cue card that says like to me you're perfect. Yeah, exactly. I, <laughs> I I just had a really gross idea, but yeah, hear, hear me out. Okay. Oh, I, yeah. So Tony Stark talks about how he can't get Thanos out of his head for six mm. years. He's been thinking about mm. him, yeah. and he means he's got PTSD yeah. from the attack on New York. We know that. This is like, oh, you've got mail situation. But it turns out what it is is he's had a, he saw Thanos six years ago, and he just can't stop thinking yeah. about them purple curves. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> he, but he knows curves. he has to fight him. He knows mm-hmm. that that's the mm-hmm. mission that they're on is to stop him. Mm-hmm. So they go through their fight, and then instead of Thanos stabbing him and saying that he respects him, there's a slow penetration. Oh no, no, that's no. also good. Okay, I was just gonna say like <laughs> really jumped a on that. lingering <laughs> stare, and then they kiss. Oh, okay, that's that too. And his mm-hmm. big and, purple tongue, and, oh. and then it goes to penetration. You, you got you got to you got to stare and kiss before that. Yeah, that's yeah, fair. Yeah, that's yeah, fair. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, the stare and kiss was implied. <laughs> stare and kiss. So when you say that Stark has PTSD, you mean he he has a the PTSD stands for please touch Stark dick. <laughs> Right? Is that is that yeah. what you mean? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Purple tendy, se- purple tender, sexy dinosaur. <laughs> That's him. <laughs> I'm struggling with PTSD. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> he confuses everyone around him because he thinks he made up the acronym. <laughs> he doesn't know it's already a thing that affects a lot of people in a it's, very it's, serious way. It, he's it's like, very no, tasteless. It's Everybody's that like, you're I, being very disrespectful. Yeah, and he's like, <laughs> what do you crass. mean? It's not. It's, d- he just walks around thinking that people are yucking his yum. <laughs> it's like, <Yeah. laughs> stop being so mean. It's like, it's, I'm not it's mean. Definitely I just want a poor that taste. Tony. <laughs> yeah, Tony. Got PTSD, and I just, I can't. I just can't stop being horny. Yeah. I want to jerk off all the time. <laughs> you know, PTSD. PTSD. <laughs> We've all been there. God. Yeah, another uh, way Tony Stark is an asshole. What if he huh. like goes from planet to planet to dissolve 50% of the marriages, and then he gets to America, he's like, you're good. It's like, <laughs> oh, my it's work like, here is done. <laughs> dissolve 50% of the marriages. <laughs> That's, oh, my God. That what is a what, mission. That is the best hot take about this movie from a, from a Christian perspective. <laughs> like, Thanos the devil is destroying the sanctity of marriage. Traditional marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Thanos is the ultimate threat <laughs> traditional marriage. God in hates Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> Which is true. Thor does hate Thanos. That's true. A God certainly A hates God hates Thanos. Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no. What a, what a weird idea. We that should is. oh my god, can we like set up a mini protest with like just even if it's just us three or maybe a couple <laughs> other people, we just have signs that just say, A God hates Thanos. A like, God hates Outside hate the God premiere of uh, Endgame. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. A I like God. that idea a lot. They introduce some stuff about Puppy Cat yeah. uh, uh, that they don't really pay off. Yeah, which is kind of um, what I love about yeah, Puppy no, Cat. <laughs> I'm totally into it. Um, yeah. So I guess, but there is also built in room if they wanted to make more. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think the sequel is in the cat dog universe. Right? <laughs> like they kind of just like switch it up. And it's yeah. like puppy yeah. cat, cat dog, and they team up to become puppy cat, cat dog. Puppy cat, puppy cat, cat, cat dog. dog. Yeah. Alone in the world was a puppy cat, cat dog. <laughs> We're the pickle chicken Brian. Or whatever. <laughs> what, what was that? Uh? Pickle Brian chicken thigh. There we go. Pickle Brian chicken thigh. It's a cat. Wait, wait. It's a puppy cat, cat dog with a pickle Brian chicken thigh. 
Wow. Just Thanks. one of his thighs is a pickle brine <laughs> chicken All right, guys. Thigh. All right, guys. We're all going to try and say it as fast as we oh can. Uh, David, you first. Go. Fuck. Puppy cat, cat, cat dog with a pickle no, 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 chicken no, no, thigh. No, no, you fucked up. I know pickle I brine. did. Puppy cat, cat dog with a chicken. Uh, fuck. Puppy cat, cat dog, pickle brine chicken thigh. I, I, hey, you didn't, didn't, say I didn't say wither. You didn't say wither, but you did You did get all those the I, main I, words. Yeah, true. but the wither. Like, all right, let's, really all right, let's, let's try it again. All right, right. Puppy cat, cat dog with a chicken brine pickle thigh. Oh, I almost had it. Oh, you almost had it. I said pickle thigh. Okay, here we go. Come on. Puppy cat, cat dog with a... Puff, puff, no! Puff, no! Okay. <laughs> okay. Puppy cat, cat dog with a chickle... Chickle Brian. Chickle Brian pickle thigh. With a chuckle Brian pickle thigh. Chuckle Brian. I guess we're not going to get it. Oh, well. I guess we'll try it next time. In the meantime, David, did you have any final thoughts you'd like to leave us with? The comparable galaxy vanishes after his toast. Hey, Bond, what movie are we talking about today? I can't talk about that. What? Uh, you can't talk about it? I mean, does it even matter? What? Um, I don't feel so good. David, what movie are we talking about today? Annihilation. Oh, damn it. <laughs> and I'm an undercover cop. I'm under arrest. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> 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 what the fuck? <laughs> All right. Nailed it. Yeah, nailed it. Got it in one. (laughs) By my dear friends and co-hosts, Mr. David Gutchie. Yo. (laughs) Yo to you, I guess. And Matthew Bond. Hi-o. Hi-o. So we got yo and hi-o. Yo. Yo. Michelle Yo. Michelle Yo. She's here too. Our fourth guest is Michelle Yeoh. Ah uh, man, if we could get excited? Michelle Yeoh, that'd be great. Are you excited for your Star Wars spinoff, Michelle Yeoh? She said yes. Let the record show. She said yes. We only <laughs> have three mics. She said, and yeah, we only we're have three more mics. important than Michelle. Yeah, Yeoh. well, yeah. And she she actually didn't really want to get on mic. She's not really feeling it today. Yeah, uh, and I yeah. get it, man. I get, I get it, it, Michelle. I totally get it. I get it. She has um, like stage fright, but the radio version. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, she, I also think she, you know she's got a lot going on. Yeah, she, she's she just reading needs her breaks. Scripts. She's reading her scripts. Yeah. yeah, she's she's just here for just here for the fun. She just got her new pages. She's working through it. Yeah, she is a guest on the show, but she is a guest on the show reading other scripts yeah. while being on the show she just wanted and to be not here. talking she, yeah. she's more of a guest in the yeah, house in the, like she's yeah. in the kitchen right just reading some scripts just chilling but yeah. michelle yo is on our show right now. she just right. wanted to marinate in the vibe yeah and i get it yeah i'm vibe. a salty one now and i get it i, I i'm sorry i marinated <laughs> in the vibe i'm a salty i'm a salty, I am the salty one, one now <laughs> Look, look at, at me. me. Look at me. I am the salty I am one. The salty I love one. the idea that somehow the word captain has salt in it, like salty dog or something. And so oh, yeah, the, yeah, like it's, it's like lost a sea in captain translation. Thing, yeah. like, you big salty man. I'm the salty one now. That's what I want. <laughs> oh, speaking of salt. Speaking of salt, Angelina Jolie. <laughs> um, no. Not no. in this film. I'm going into the kitchen with Michelle Yeoh. <laughs> Someone's in the kitchen with Michelle Yeoh. Explain this movie to aliens. Okay. Um, did you say that again? Yeah. That felt pretty quiet. Yeah, I had to. I turned the volume up. But the first context is explain this movie to aliens. Oh no! Why do we always get movies with aliens yeah, in them? What that's hilarious. It's actually, super aliens. fascinating. Well, part of that is a <laughs> part of that we is do a statistical bias. We do watch a lot of alien-related <laughs> movies. That's true. <laughs>
honestly, if you did give the, the internet the idea, thank you, the idea of putting songs on a golden record, it would pick Sandstorm and All Star, no question. Yeah, 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 Elon Musk would actually probably fund it fully by himself. Ugh. Yeah, well, then you'd have to get some Grimes on there. <laughs> yeah, that's how <laughs> you. That's not. how you. That's how you grease those wheels, or not? Yeah, those grimy wheels. <laughs> Wait, are they still a thing? Who? Wheels? wheels? Grimes. Yeah, we're still using them. <laughs> yeah, we're still too. using wheels? They help yeah, our mobility. <laughs> okay, cool. All right. I, I, I was worried because I just invested in wheels on the stock market, and I was worried. <laughs> Give me 100 wheels. Give me 100 for wheels. God. Investing in concepts in the stock market <laughs> is amazing. Bread. I'm buying bread right now. Give me all the bread. I bet the under on ennui. <laughs> Can we get twenty dollars on rhombus? <laughs> just rhombus, just rhombus singular. Rhombus. Twenty dollars on rhombus. <laughs> twenty dollars on rhombus isn't a bad Devo album name. How would this be different if it was made twenty years earlier? Speaking of species, they would have gone for a real sexy yep. kind of like mm-hmm. almost salacious angle on yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, I um, think I think they made like the turning on each other bit may have even been like oh, when you no. get taken over by the shimmer, you get like sexier. Like you yeah. take off your clothes. Yeah. And, you're, yep. and then you don't realize till midway through that you're actually engaging in bestiality of some sort. Oh, God. Oh, no. Isn't that where we all True, went? True, though. Isn't yeah. that where we yeah. all went? No. I'd, I'd fuck I mean, that bear. Totally. Yeah, totally. I, hey, hey, don't fuck that bear. Hey, I don't know. Don't fuck that don't bear. Don't tell though. me what not to fuck. Hey, don't fucking. <laughs> don't fucking tell me what not to fuck. Yeah, it had the body of a bear, but the vocal cords of a woman. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's the dream. You tell me where the line is. Um. <laughs> where are the lines anymore, you guys? <laughs> Who even knows? You tell me where the line um. is. Robin yeah, Thicke, I, where are the lines? I think where be... are they, Robin? <laughs> where are those lines, Robin? So blurry. So thin blurry. red line came out in 1998. That's true. <laughs> it's very thin, but not too... Uh, the it was a red line. Blurry line. <laughs> the thin blurry red line. The that... thin blurred lines. Yeah, kill some people. Vietnam was hard. You're very good at imitating that song. You know, blurred lines. Blurred lines. Robin Thin Blur Robin Thin Blurred Line. Show me that smile. Robin Thin is good. That's very funny. Robin Thin. David, do you have any final thoughts you'd like to leave us with this week? Why can't the purple stop? Hey Christian. Yeah. David's got a crush on you. <gasps> what, David? It's not true. I. It was when we were in third grade. Oh, that's we all you had to say. Weird. Uh, it's like we subverted the whole plot of a movie just now. Oh, anyway, have you seen To All the Boys I Love Before? No. Cool, we'll talk about it. Yay. Hi. Hi. This is a very weird setup for us. Yeah. Like peeling back the curtain just a tiny bit because I don't want to reveal everything. <laughs> but we we had a boy sleepover last night. We watched this movie and then we are recording in the morning. So it's a weird it's a weird energy. I'm just going to throw it out there. Calling it a boy sleeper makes it sound <laughs> way more illegal <laughs> than uh, than what we did. <laughs> we had a boy sleepover. <laughs> I mean, well, the reason I specified boy sleepover is because the movie we're talking about today is a teen romantic comedy. 
specifically targeting young women. Uh-huh. Targeting sounds bad. Targeting. Too. I'm gonna just real quick rewind. She is known for portraying young Cosette in the Broadway production of Les Mis in 1996. Woof. She is 30. She's uh, she's only a she's less than a year older than I am. So, fuck. But then again, if I saw you on screen playing a 17-year-old, I'd be like, that person's not 17. Well, if you saw me on screen playing a 17-year-old, it would be a prank. (laughs) 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 To catch a predator. (laughs) (laughs) What, to catch a predator is just a prank show? (laughs) Or it was about capturing large predators. It's not even about arresting them. It's about (laughs) pranking them, bro. (laughs) To prank a predator. To prank a predator. (laughs) Or what's or. weird is it, it it is set up like a prank show though is it the is thing. but like, then the prank is you here. go to jail yeah. the structure here. is the same here. <laughs> that's you're on candid camp oh, yeah. no. we oh, happen strange. to know that he really likes this so we're gonna have some of that in the room when he gets there so he doesn't suspect anything <laughs> it it. it it's it, a prank show where it, the prank is the justice system. The prank, the prank is the criminal justice system. <laughs> huh, yeah, fun, <laughs> which it is for many people. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah. A fun practical joke where you get locked up for the rest of your life. A fun a practical part. joke where you get locked up for the rest of your life. It's oh, called hey, the not... Count of Monte Cristo. <laughs> oh, you're not laughing. Oh, but you're not laughing. But, but I got you good. You're yeah, in here forever. But I got you so good. <laughs> but why so serious? <laughs> it's me, the Joker. <laughs> to catch a predator, hosted by me, the Joker. What a terrible idea. Wow. Yeah. I'd watch it. It takes a while to get this footage, guys. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's called they're the animals. Discovery Channel, not the We Already Have It channel. Jeez. <laughs> Gamification. Make up a game based on this movie. Yeah, I think it could also be, um, now that you mention it, like almost a Paperboy-esque thing, except you're not delivering the papers, you're trying to prevent them from being delivered. Or like Crazy Taxi. Which is almost how I lay Paperboy, to be honest. (laughs) Keeping them from being delivered. It's very hard. Like if every letter, it's like, oh, this letter will arrive in two minutes and you need to get to that spot and derail this car, which is terrifying. Yeah. You know, it could be fun. Just call it by a different name, like Postman Usurper. Yeah, Postman, postman usurper. usurper. Yeah, and it just plays like Road the, Rash the or Road Redemption. The sequel to The Postman by <laughs> Kevin Costner. Okay, <laughs> okay. So a Road Rash or Road Redemption type game where you're just on a bike and you try to kill the person delivering these these letters. Yeah, yeah. To all the boys you love before. Sort of like Premium Rush, but yeah. like more premium crush <laughs> premium crush oh and it's a she crush. has a crush. crushes oh, oh my god crush premium person. crush there we go it's a bike game a bike simulator all right honestly where you're trying no, no, to know honestly <laughs> honestly honestly yeah. time to start a religion conceive a religion based on this movie mm. so so maybe it's ultimately each of the books is sort of like this is the kind of boy you should be Oh, or like this but is they the way represent to be a boy. the five kinds of boys. The five kinds of boys. So there's yeah. smart boy, there's gay boy, <laughs> there, there's yeah. uh, tall boy, there's Josh, and <laughs> and then <laughs> and and dead. Those yeah. are the five. Dead is boy. He dead? I I assume. I don't know what happened. With we that, we yeah. can assume he's. What dead. if we found out that like the camp that she was at with that with that 
presumably dead boy dead boy uh was the uh fuck what's the name of the camp for friday the 13th sleepaway camp sleepaway, sleepaway camp. camp yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Camp, uh, crystal lake crystal yeah, lake yeah oh yeah fun yeah so That's yeah the five fun. boys are tall <laughs> tall gay gay smart, smart dead josh and josh <laughs> dead and josh <laughs> and it's well, my favorite nickelodeon series <laughs> tall gay smart the, dead and josh <laughs> the sweet life of dead and josh uh in the meantime david do you have any final thoughts you'd like to leave us with this week? The dense contract cracks with the heterosexual birth. Okay. <laughs> All right. That dense contract sure got cracked by that heterosexual birth. Hey, guys. What movie are we talking about this week? Uh, we're doing uh, Inside Lewin Davis. Inside Lewin Davis? That's its name? <laughs> oh. Is that the uh, is that son of Hugh Davis? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> How many creatures do you think you could hold a microphone up to their face and say squeak and they wouldn't be annoyed by that? <laughs> uh, uh, z- yeah. yeah. Zero to a hundred percentage wise. <laughs> it's about, about uh, zero. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. pretty close. Yeah. Maybe like mm, nope, it's out it's all of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh well. Maybe a baby. A human baby. They might like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, if you were like, hey, squeak, and they'd be like, <laughs> that's a baby. I pooped my diaper. Uh-huh, I pooped in my diaper. I'm a worthless baby. <laughs> I'm worthless. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't contribute at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stressful. <laughs> Change my diaper, please. Uh oh, I can't do it with my little hands, but I tried. I reached in there. My hands are poopy now, too. Hi, Daddy. Touching your face with my hands, Daddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm worthless. <laughs> Welcome to Contextual Deviance. My name is Christian Hagen. Unreliable narrator. I mean, I was thinking the cat could be an unreliable narrator. Yeah. <laughs> cat's oh, telling the, cat, the story. The cat's like, telling the story? How did... It... Let me tell you how I got into this situation. <laughs> and then it's inside Lewin Davis. It's Eric Roberts in a talking cat. Oh, no, no, I no. Was, I'm a talking cat, and I was in New York, and I ran out of the apartment, and I helped this folk singer, but he couldn't hear me talk, and I can only talk once, and I've got this magic collar in the woods, and I'm... Yeah. Anyway, sorry, I just rewatched a talking cat last <laughs> yeah, week. Clearly. Uh, <clears throat> Joan, uh, what, what do you think? Squeak. 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 God that was well put, Joan. Good job, Joan. Is this Die Hard? That's some Santeria shit right there. I don't know what that means. But um, I would say... Hey, shout out to Sublime, by the way. <laughs> yeah, they're getting yeah. they're getting a lot of credit off of Inside yeah. Lewin Davis. <laughs> Finally, they're relevant again. Um, <clears throat> but wait, but he didn't practice Santeria is the thing. Well, unreliable narrators, man. But he also didn't have a crystal ball. So. Yeah, but unreliable narrator. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. He's trying sublime. to throw. He's trying sublime to... is an unreliable narrator. <laughs> Do you think that's I've always been is saying? Like, yeah, unreliable narrator. <laughs> they were probably playing two truths and a lie. <laughs> <laughs> What's the third thing he so, says? <laughs> I had a million dollars, no, but, I spent, but I spent it all. all. So those are the three. So either, <laughs> either he had a million dollars. He doesn't practice Andrea. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't, doesn't have, have a crystal ball, ball or, or he had a million yeah. dollars, yep. but he, he spent, spent it all. all. So uh, one of those is a, is one of those is a lie and the other two are true. <laughs> <laughs> I think the first two are true and the third yeah, one's so, a lie. No, no, no. It could be that the second two are a lie and he does practice Andrea. He does practice Andrea. I think that's probably it. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, there we go. Yeah. Or he owns a crystal ball. That would probably be the cheap 
cheapest of the three. Yeah, I could buy one right now. Yeah. We <laughs> crack hard. Sublime wide open. We're yeah. <laughs> what product placement is hiding in this movie? This context brought to you by Samsung. Interesting. Um, um, oh, abortions. Uh, abortions. <laughs> <laughs> abortions. Fuck yeah. And abortions. Fuck, fuck yeah, abortions. <laughs> yeah, so Gibson for sure is like the best one. And then cats are the second best one. Yep. Hats. <laughs> Uh, yeah, coats. Yeah, co- <laughs> coats. Having yeah. coats in For winter. Sure yeah. Coats. Yeah. Burlington Coat Factory probably made a mint after this movie. They had their own line of inside Lewin Davis coats. They were like, you want to get inside Llewellyn Davis? Llewellyn, I always say that. Inside Llewellyn Davis? Well, because there's that other Coen, very famous Coen Brothers movie where the main character's name is Llewellyn. It's pretty confusing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. Thanks, Coen Brothers. Th- hey, thanks, Coen Hey, thanks Brothers. a lot. Thanks a lot, Coen Brothers. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, Burlington. <laughs> Burlington Coat Burlington Factory. Coat Factory. Hey, clean up your stores. Just real quick, Burlington Coat Factory, <laughs> clean up your stores. Yeah, clean them up. That's that's 100% true. Yeah, Brought to you by one, Burlington Coat Factory. <laughs> I went into <laughs> calling themselves out. <laughs> I went into a Burlington Coat Factory the weekend after they opened a new one. It was the bra- it was a brand new Burlington Coat Factory. They'd been open for a few days. And it was already a shit show. Yeah. There was stuff just everywhere. Like completely good- poorly sorted just Goodwills look nicer than Burlington Co. Factory. Yeah, I've been to some nasty Burlingtons. <laughs> <laughs> See, here's the thing, though. It's a factory. Why are you going to the factory? You don't You don't go to a food factory and expect them to like cook it for you as a factory? Uh, cheesecake Factory? That's uh, true. Cheesecake Factory. Uh, cheesecake uh, Factory. The one uh, example I can give you. Cheesecake Factory. Point accepted. <laughs> that is the Cheesecake Factory, and uh, they and the they have factory, service right? with a smile. <gasps> and the Spaghetti Factory. The old Spaghetti Factory. Yeah, the Cheese and Coat and Spaghetti Factory. You know those three Welcome things go to together. Welcome to the Cheesecake Coat Spaghetti Factory. <laughs> Sounds like a Veggie Tales movie. Oh no! Does I'm it? Sorry. Which Bible story is that? Uh, Daniel. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's damn Daniel. <laughs> it's <laughs> damn Daniel. Back at it again with whatever you do in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. In those a sweaters, pleasing way. Those sweaters, <gasps> those sweaters, 100%. shit. Yeah, like those sweaters. White even, cardigans. Even when he is at his lowest point and super cynical and hates everything and is this. mean to that old later, old later, <laughs> that old later, <laughs> old later, he still likes those sweaters. <laughs> Listen here, old later. Listen here, old later. Wow. It's How'd so... you get the gig old later? How'd you get this gig old later? <laughs> you wearing gig and panners? <laughs> panners? <laughs> Oof. Show old... us your panners. Those old later panners. <laughs> Those old later panners. Mm. Wow. Hmm. Wow. wow. Auto harps. Auto harps. <laughs> Activate. It is February. Wow. Thanks yeah. for that extra R in there. That is real you nice. You are so welcome. <laughs> You're so fucking welcome. Yeah, it's about time. Yeah. <laughs> you did something for me. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, <laughs> thank you all so much for listening. Uh, this has been Contextual Deviance. My name is Christian Hagen. That is David Gutchie. That is Matthew Bond. Blech. And David, do you have any final thoughts you'd like to leave us with this week? A holiday snow rains on an impersonal Nick. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to Contextual Deviance. You can find more information about us online at our website, contextualdeviance.wordpress.com. You can tweet at us at taxdeviance. You can email us at contextualdeviance at gmail.com. 
thanks to Minneapolis's own The Bad Man for the use of their song Gun Tonic off the album Eat Clean. This has been Contextual Deviance. My name is Christian Hagen, and have a nice day. Have a nice day!